If you plan on selling a home, listen to this important message from Rex. There's no longer any reason to pay 6% to sell your home. Introducing Rex. Rex sells homes for the lowest fee in the industry, 2% total, saving consumers thousands of dollars per transaction. With Rex, you get a full-service team backed by technology. They don't market homes the way traditional agents do. Rex uses a data-driven process to attract hundreds if you plan on selling a home, listen to this important message from Rex. There's no longer any reason to pay 6% to sell your home. Introducing Rex. Rex sells homes for the lowest fee in the industry, 2% total, saving consumers thousands of dollars per transaction. With Rex, you get a full-service team backed by technology. They don't market homes the way traditional agents do. Rex uses a data-driven process to attract hundreds of qualified buyers directly to your home the moment it goes on the market. And Rex charges only 2% total, not the 6% commission your local broker expects. To get started, call 833-REX-HOME. That's 833-REX-HOME. Rex can also help you buy a home. Your licensed Rex agent will arrange showings, negotiate offers, guide you through escrow, and even get you pre-qualified for a mortgage at the lowest available rate. To get started, call now at 833-REX-HOME. 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 That's 833-REX-HOME. C-A-L-D-R-E license 01976 Looking for some hot talk, baby. 833-REX-HOME. C-A-L-D-R-E license 01976010. Looking for some hot talk, baby. Believe me. Talk Radio 790 KABC. Peter Tilden 10 wrapping up. Making way for Dr. Drew and Lawrence Savon. Be safe and careful if you're driving today because it's going to be wet. And, of course... All the oils are trapped on the roads, and we skid and do so. Like my mom, don't rush. Like my mom. Well, just because First rains and slippery. Where are you going so fast? Why do you have to get there? So you get there ten minutes later. I rode my bike in anyway. That's yeah. very nice yeah. of you. I hear twenty-four miles. Isn't that great? No, instead you I sat in an hour day. and a half of traffic. With it, thank you, City Council. Thank yeah, vision you. Vision zero, man. Good luck. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> so uh, got Assemblyman Jim Patterson coming in. I've got Ryan Gradesky talk about the Cohen thing. I've got uh, Lisa Stroman, amongst other thing. Uh, guess what? U.S. life expectancy drops again i know congratulations yeah, everybody well done, everybody we're doing it mm -hmm. that's well what i've always been saying we've lived in too long let's take it the other way man what do we want to be here we're doing it we want to be here that too many people let's uh, let's Boy, take it down Peter, even more watch what you wish for all right talk ready well that's in it uh, opiates and overdoses yep, and suicides yeah great oh, fun we're doing well okay 800-222-5222 give me a call and i will see you tomorrow K-A-B-C, Los Angeles, Orange County, a cumulus station. From the top. And ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourselves. The 30-minute non-stop -stop news blitz on 790-K-A-B-C starts now. Indeed it does. Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew, Midday Live, Talk Radio 790 KBC. We're about to begin the 30-minute nonstop news blitz. I want to remind everyone that uh, Lauren and I have our Subaru live stage coming up on December 6th. Let me check that date to make sure nonstop news blitz. I want to remind everyone that uh, Lauren and I have our Subaru live stage coming up on December 6th. Let me check that date to make sure that I'm right on that. Yes, December 6th, you can be a part of the fun, part of the festivities, part of the holiday spirits. 
Go over to kbc.com and you could win an invite. Uh, again, we'll have live special guests as well and uh, to be determined. We've got some really good ones we're, we're trying to line up for you guys. So it is the Subaru live stage. It is December 6th. It is our live event where you can be a part of the audience while we broadcast. It's at noon on December 6th. Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew, our holiday game, our holiday uh, live show from the Subaru live stage. Um, we yes. have not decided if it's a specific holiday we are celebrating, right? We're doing like all it's at Christmas, once. Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa. 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 It was whatever we want. So whatever we call it. It's holiday spirits. <laughs> uh, and it's, I'm trying to remember, well, I'll get that info in a minute. They, it's brought to us by the Subaru. Subaru. Uh, sub- <laughs> yes. It's Subaru uh, till January 2nd. They're That's having what a it big is. Subaru event. So find event. out. But check it out at kbc.com. Subaru special winter <laughs> thing. It's a good thing our boss is having a colonoscopy <laughs> right now because he, he is unconscious. Have a coronary. <laughs> it is. Uh, oh, wait. Here's, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. It is the Subaru Share the Love event Duh. now through January 2nd. And. Uh, if you want to join us, you can be the seventh caller now on our new contest line, 888-790-5222, and you'll get an invitation to hang out with us at the Subaru Live Stage at the KBC Studios. Again, it's December 6th at noon. Call number 7 at 888-790-5222. Now it's time for 30-minute nonstop news blitz. All right. Well, we'll begin with the storm that hit SoCal. Um, residents in Southern California uh, are facing areas of the possibility of mudslides, flash flooding, debris flow as rain fell across the region overnight into today. Steady and light rain began hitting Ventura and Los Angeles counties overnight, extending into this morning. And it's expected to last through the day, hitting intermittently. And now we're also learning that California Utility Company says the weather did not warrant shutting the power down as this campfire raged. While flames burned through Northern California up in Paradise earlier this month, utility company Pacific Gas and Electric decided it would not turn off electricity due to improving weather conditions, according to the company. So I'm confused. Did they start the fire? Well, they didn't shut off the power after the fire began. After the fire started. Perhaps could have made it worse. But but I would imagine not having power when you're trying to flee a fire would be bad. You know what I mean? When you're, uh, or when you're even when you're trying okay. to fight a fire, sure. that would be bad. You want to have communication. You want to have uh, updates. And so I I understand them not getting rid of the power or not uh, shutting down the power after the fire started. But the, still, the question is: Did they contribute to the fire in the first place? Well, that's still up for for. Calls, but we do know that they decide they made a conscious decision not to shut off the power as this fire raged through these areas. Well, that seems okay with me, unless they caused another spark unless, somewhere else. Well, yeah. yeah, unless they made it worse. Yeah, so um, interesting. All right, well, there you go. It's 30 minute nonstop news blitz. Did you hear the rain last night? I did. It was heavy. Really heavy. This like there was huge puddles and you but know, you're not used mm. to this yet, are you? The sort of the way the Pacific storms are. No, I am, but yeah. we just haven't had rain in such a long yeah, time. Yeah. I mean, there have been times in my life where it's done that for a week. Yeah, I mean, it's just like well, that's that, how it used to be. It, I remember coming to visit Los Angeles, and God forbid you come in one of those months where yeah. it's just a jag of rain and yeah. you've six days straight, and you never see. Yeah, I mean, sunshine. rain in the east, or like in New York but City, we haven't gotten just that sort in of a, a while. steady fall. Here, it's a 
deluge <laughs> when right, it comes around. Right, which is why it's so dangerous mm-hmm. because the the earth moves underneath it. It's it's not the amount of rain; it's how quickly it comes down. And, and this this level of saturation it achieves, and the speed with which it does so, and then it continues to push things. We live on a hillside, and I that's the, the other thing Aren't I'm waiting terrified? for. <laughs> I'm I'm worried. I'm expecting the fire, and then I look. I and this I spend. Is why I don't think I could ever live. I on spend hillside. all year growing foliage on sure. the hillside to try to on keep purpose, it up there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I spend the whole time doing that. All right, it's Lawrence Fond, Dr. Drew. It is Midday Live. Also, I want to listen, remind you to listen for your chance to win the family four-pack of tickets to Knott's Merry Farm. Holiday spirits shine even brighter at Knott's Merry Farm this year, taking place now through January 6th. Knott's largest Christmas display. It features a full park transformation, including all-new seasonal decor, Christmas Crafts Village, nightly snowfall in Ghost Town. Much, much more. Your chance to win is all week on 790 KBC. This is Midday Live on Talk Radio 790 KBC. Time for a little traffic with Rhonda Kramer. Thanks, Dr. Drew and Lauren. West 118, DeSoto to Rocky Peak. Uh, since 4.30 this morning, they've been working on an accident. Everything reopened for you about 25 minutes ago and recovering now from Porter Ranch. Southbound side of the 110, right at the 10. Another accident here in Lanes. That's busy leaving the 5 and eastbound side of the 22 connector road to the north 57. Also working on an accident here. The left lane's blocked, so it's a bit busy on this east 22 coming away from Fairview. Westbound 60 at Grand in the Diamond Bar area. Got Caltrans in the three right lanes. Busy here from the 71, south 57 from Temple. And 15 north at the 10. An accident here with the left lane block backing up toward Limonite. I'm Rhonda Kramer, Talk Radio 790 KBC. Hey, Rhonda, don't go away. Uh, what yeah. happened on the 134 east this morning? It seemed like uh, a whole, oh my God, I drove past that this morning and all I could feel was shed a, a little tear fell down my right eye looking at the people stuck. They they cl- yeah. shut the freeway down and just people were yeah. just there. They they just opened it like about 25 what minutes. What was that? <laughs> what happened? What? It was a fuel spill, you know, mm-hmm. being a major traffic accident. Oh my injuries. goodness. Well, thankfully I was going the other way. Yeah. Yeah. But even they that, even had some slowing on that. Side. Absolutely, we did. I and I knew I'd kind of heard something was going on in Eagle Rock, so I thought, oh, that's probably what this is, and I got past it. So, it. well, thank you for the traffic as always, Rhonda Kramer. You bet. You bet. It's Lawrence Von Dr. Room and Live Talk Radio seven ninety KBC. We're in the middle of the thirty minute nonstop news blitz. Well, Trump is now calling Michael Cohen very weak in the wake of the former lawyer's new guilty plea. He is spilling it to federal prosecutors. He was in court today to give another guilty plea. Um, He admitted in federal court that Trump spoke with him more extensively about the proposed Trump Tower project in Moscow than he previously told Congress, pleading guilty to a charge brought by special counsel Robert Mueller. His former Trump's former lawyer had previously said talks about the Moscow project ended back in January of 2016 prior to the Iowa caucus. But Cohen became the fifth Trump associate now charged in the Russia investigation, joining former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn, senior campaign officials Paul Manafort and Rick Gates, as well as campaign advisor George Papadopoulos. Trump later reiterated his disparagement of Cohen. He said, quote, in front of whirring helicopters, as he as he now only talks in front of, he said, what he's trying to do. Trump said what he's trying to do because he's a weak person and not very smart person. And what he's trying to do, it's very simple. He's got himself a big prison sentence and he's trying to get much lesser prison sentence by making up a story. In the past few months, Trump has repeatedly criticized people who cooperate with federal investigations. He's also he's also spread an unproven and unsupported theory that Mueller's team is coercing people to close Trump to people that are close to Trump to lie about him to bring down his presidency. Lauren, you have some required viewing for me. It's called The Clinton Affair. Oh, yeah, no, I heard it's fantastic. It's oh, already my on my God. watch list. And at least three of the hour-long episodes are dedicated to 
Kenneth Starr and the Whitewater investigation, and you really yeah. get a sense of how these guys work, how these federal investigators work. And one of the Clinton defenders said something that I've been saying for a long time. He said, look, if you unleash your team of federal investigators on me, meaning the guy that was speaking, he goes, I guarantee you I'll find three federal laws you've broken. I can do it. I can, No matter what, I can find federal laws you've broken. I guarantee it. And then they showed – how the McDougals lied and manipulated and did all their things to change their sure. their pleas and stuff. And then Sue, poor Sue McDougal, I met her back in the day, mm-hmm. and she stood her ground. Uh, God bless her. But it's just required viewing. It'll, it'll change the conversation about federal prosecutors and investigators. It was stunning to watch. And something else you don't realize if you watch that series. Did you know that, that uh, President Clinton and Monica Lewinsky were in a, in a, a relationship for like two and a half years? What do you mean by relationship? Uh, having sex regularly and uh, having sex regularly and, and meetings in the White House in the Oval wow. Office uh, brought in through the secretary and oh, things. so the stories that we got were only just just a tiny they, piece. Yeah. Oh my wow. god! And, I, th- I thought there would and be more. Many, just by her reaction, many other. Oh my gosh, she this she was so manipulated and so destroyed by this, and many other women also. Uh, not a long, not a big distance between. Mr. Clinton's behavior and Mr. Uh, what's your the, your perpetrators? I'm blanking his name. My perpetrator, the movie producer, Harvey Weinstein. Uh, not a big difference between Mr. Clinton and Mr. Weinstein really? when you really hear the story. It's like mind blowing, mind blowing. Well, they were I, pals. I'm not surprised. I, I was shocked, and I thought I, you know, I could have can see through things. I was shocked, and I'm not done yet. I'm like, well, four, I four I feel, and I was only a, I was in college during yeah. this time, but. I feel this tremendous sense of guilt in the sense that, as a nation, we destroyed this destroyed woman. Destroyed this woman. But she's not the and only defended one. Defended the president. She's not the only one. Wait till you see. No, all I know the all the women. But oh but God. to make her out to be this evil, you know, and and her face she everywhere and mocking her for he her weight and manipulated her into a relationship with the. Pre- it's a his ball. It was look. I mean, it, he's not oh. the first president to have affairs. No, for sure. Right. I was but the discussing way that we covered listen, it during I, the time. I was discussing with a friend of mine this morning. He goes, "Well, worse than JFK? Yes or no? Right." And I thought. More manipulative, may, way more. JFK was... Rep- well, JFK could have been offings. <laughs> well, well, he was sort of rapacious and aggressive. Clinton, the manipulate. Oh, my God. This is stuff that... This is stuff my patients do. And, and I kind of knew that when he went to office. I, I thought it was going to be around alcohol or something. Because I know, I, know I know that person. I deal with them all the time. Um, but the, the sexual addiction was just unbelievable. And he went well past that into pulling people into these relationships. Well, I just wonder how this, is, this uh, Michael Cohen stuff is going to affect this. Based on what I saw, it's interesting comparing what was going on then versus what now. It's the same, the same stuff. It's weird how we're doing the same thing all over again. Based on what happened then, it will move on. We'll just move on. I'm just guessing based on looking last but, night I mean, at history. I don't remember a time when a sitting president of the United States has had this many close people around him going to jail. Oh, wait till you see this this, this thing. And what, hap- what happened then, the only difference was there was no press frenzy. The press was going his way. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference. Same exact stuff. Same exact stuff. All right, we'll have to watch Uncanny. it. Uncanny. Uncanny. Okay. Yep. Uh, El Chapo, one of the secrets revealed during his trial is that he smuggled cocaine inside fake pickled jalapeno cans, according to a witness that testified. Hey, can I interrupt you one quick second? I feel guilty about something. 
I thought Bill Clinton was a wonderful administrator and could have been a great president. I mean, he really could have been an amazing president. What do you mean president. could have been? He was president. Well, he was an excellent president, but he could have been a great president. He was, spent a lot of his time defending his nonsense. A lot, you'll yeah, find out. Yeah, uh, And And I'd always, brilliant dude, great administrator. And I, 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 so. I admired him, but oh my God, I realized a lot of wasted potential there too. So. Okay, I'm glad you got that out. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, In other news, 30-minute nonstop news <laughs> blitz, <Sorry>. trucks on, <laughs> despite Dr. Drew's OCD. Sorry. Um, yeah, so El Chapo is putting cocaine in uh, fake pickled jalapeno cans, yeah, and that's is. just one way he mm -hmm. was getting it across the border. I mean, the amount of, you know, they, they did so many kooky, crazy things. They had tunnels all over the place into Arizona. I mean, we're really finding out dirt in this trial. Um, El Toloque, as he is known, or El Gordo, is known for his ability to build these narco tunnels. He's the one El Gordo stealing. just means fatso, right, Yunera? Yeah. El Gordo, fatso. <laughs> fatso. What is... This what I love, that, means. I love that Mexican nicknames. They don't mince. It's just exactly who you are. Tololoque, okay, sorry. El Gordoito, Gordo. Okay. Uh, narco tunnels okay. for the purpose of smuggling drugs. During his testimony, he spilled all the tea on El Chapo's spending habits, including the Acapulco beach house that had a, quote, little train and a zoo with lions, tigers, and panthers. He said he had houses at every single beach. He had ranches in every single state. Martinez also casually mentioned that El Chapo had four or five women and that he went to Switzerland to have cellular youth treatments done. Oh, boy. El Chapo facing 17 criminal counts, including drug trafficking, conspiracy to murder, money laundering, and assorted weapons charges. He pleaded not guilty. It'd be interesting to see what happens to these people that are pleading, uh, you know, take witnessing against him. You know what's uh, off topic, but yes, super please, interesting to please. me? Uh, whenever I post a photo of my father, who I lost when I was 15, he has a striking resemblance to El Chapo. And people sure actually think that he is El Chapo. You sure your father died? Maybe he just went no, underground. Maybe he is he... El Chapo. <laughs> How cool is that thing? <laughs> I mean, I would be, it would suck that he like left our family and faked his death. But, but so I, like your, could, I like uh, your can-do uh, attitude about it. Yeah, like, but that would cool be a piece. nice piece of yeah. the family history. But then you're pissed that you can get to go to the zoo and ride the train, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go with that story and be like, oh, dad's, dad's going through trial. Here's me and him as a little girl. <laughs> Uh, the migrants, uh, the caravan, they're being, um, you know, kind of held up in Tijuana, most of them, and a third of them are being treated for health issues, according to Tijuana health officials. Gee, I wonder why, when you have an well, enormous you, group of homeless people. Well, let me assure you, I want to say this loud and clear. People go, oh, oh they don't have leprosy. Oh, yes, they do. Ew. Lots of leprosy. Why lots do they have of leprosy? Because it's common. nailed that. It, it's common down such Leprosy and tuberculosis are very common. We used, as I told you before, we used to have leprosy clinics on Wednesday. There was so much leprosy coming up from Central America. I don't know if the county still does that, but there was so much leprosy. I thought that was like mm -mm. done. Mm -mm. No, very okay. common. That's very common. Not great. No one wants leprosy. Uh, a third of the 6,000 immigrants that are living in Tijuana right now are being treated for these health issues. Um, they say these kids are going to get vaccinated. Good. Uh, the ones that have come over the, the fence illegally, they're not letting anyone over without vaccinations. Cool. A spokesman said out of the 6,000 migrants currently residing in Tijuana, over a third of them have health-related issues they need to be treated for. Uh, confirmed cases of tuberculosis have popped up, three of them. Four cases of HIV and AIDS and four separate cases of chickenpox. Chicken Box. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not great. Well, not surprised. And in addition, Border Patrol agents have arrested an MS-13 gang member who was traveling with this caravan. You know, I know the president speaks um, in hyperbole, but uh, hyperbole rather, but he, he's not off, right? I mean, if you are a gang member, you're trying to get into the U.S., this is a perfect 
cover for you. Yeah, yeah just mix in. Uh, agents arrested Jose Villalobos Jovel. She's 29 years old. Um, he They arrested him east of the Calex- Calexico port of entry on the U.S. side of the border. Um, during questioning, the Honduran citizen confessed he is an active member of MS-13. He had intended to enter the country illegally after traveling to the U.S. with this caravan of other migrants. He's in custody, pleading his pending his deportation back to Honduras. Um, taking, um, have you ever seen this at like there's rhino pills for um, you know, male I'm, enhancement? I, it's funny. I'm reading it right now. I'm trying to figure out what's in it that is so problematic, and I can't figure it out. Um, it, well, they, I see them all the time in like gas stations and convenience well, stores. They, 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 and if counter. you remember, um, what was uh, the basketball player's name that was at the Bunny Ranch and was took a whole bunch of them? Oh, um, Lamar, uh, Odom, Lamar, uh, Odom. Lamar Odom, yeah. Lamar Odom had Honestly, taken a Chloe bunch of this. But that wasn't, but that wasn't really the reason he was in trouble. He was he had a drug overdose of, of you know addictive substance of uh, sedating substances. But they're saying well, apparently that, they yeah they're saying they act as a PD five inhibitor, which is what uh, Sildenafil does. And I, I just don't believe that. That's Why are exact, people ending up in the house, in the emergency room? Stomach pain, nausea, dizziness, back pain, memory problems, ringing in the ears, nasal congestion. That, that that's not. Mm-mm. That's that's the side effect of we don't even know what the hell's going on with these Rhino products. Extreme drops in blood pressure. But this chest is not pain. Viagra. This is something else. This is right? something else. Yes, this is something else. And inability to, to you know uh, distinguishing certain colors. But the bottom line is whatever's in here is potentially dangerous. Yeah, stay away from your Rhino pills. Unlisted was- active ingredients. There we go. That's why I can't figure out what's in here. It's got unlisted active ingredients that can be extremely dangerous. There you go. So who knows what the hell's in there? A guy How does this get sold? Uh, I don't know. I mean, great question. There's a lot that gets sold that's dangerous. As you have, yes, I you think it's out. safe because the gas station sells it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I should try the gas station sushi. By the way, <laughs> it's a great way to lose a few lbs. It's not uh, safe. It's not safe, folks. Uh, um, a California man here. He, <laughs> you know, was gaining weight, gaining weight. He weighed up to three hundred pounds, and he's like, man. This beer belly is really holding me back. He started having problems breathing and digesting food. He was constipated. He had really pains. And he realized that this giant beer belly he had developed was really hard and heavy all the time. And he went to his doctor and his doctor kind of brushed it off. He's like, yeah, dude, lose weight. Turns out he had a 77-pound tumor in his stomach. So not uncommon in women because ovarian adenomas can become 50 pounds plus. And that's not an uncommon story for a female. But what's weird about this story is that it's a male. So really? This isn't tr- My not- stepdad had uh, a tumor. It wasn't 77 pounds. It was like... Well, it makes me wonder what this is. Was it an adrenal tumor or something? What, for know- this guy? Yeah, they say what it was. It was a... Um, yes. They did say uh, what it, it has was. to be an adenoma and not just and not an adenocarcinoma. Well, it was cancerous. It was cancerous. That's what they said. Uh-huh. Uh, what is the name? Then of this what's, what gets that big before it uh, kills you? It's called a retroperitoneal yeah, liposarcoma. Oh, liposarcoma. Okay. So, wow, that's uh, crazy. That means it's in a compartment about where your kidneys are, oh. right? And that means it came all the way forward. Oh so my it, god, yeah, it's bad. And uh, liposarcomas are not. Great. Uh, he can survive a while with that. Uh, the fact that it had been going for so long, obviously bad for him. But women get benign tumors that can be 100 pounds. Uh, again, oh my God. O- and they're from the ovaries, ovarian tumors, ovarian adenomas. Oof. Yeah. That's sad. Not fun. Not a good story. There is a museum opening up in Los Angeles dedicated to 
What else? Marijuana. Did you tell me you like the Museums of the Obscure? You said you lose on the Jurassic. Oh, yeah, the Jurassic <laughs> Technology Museum. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is a museum dedicated to marijuana, and it's headed to Los Angeles in early 2019. Weeb Maps, a digital guide on where to buy marijuana and related products, said it is bringing the Museum of Weed to our city. And you can find Lawrence will, Savon uh, there walking the halls because <laughs> she likes the Museums of the Obscure. But before you decide how you're going to get there, let's listen to some traffic from Rhonda Kramer. Why not? Well, thank you, Dr. Drew and Lauren. Eastbound side of the 118 receipt the newest crash. Had an overturn here, and that's in the right lane. Just now starting to back up. South 405 at Mulholland. Stalling lanes here, backing up to the 101. East 22, connector to the north 57. Well, that's where the left lane is taken away. Also due to an accident with a backup to Fairview. Westbound 60 at Grand. Caltrans working in the three right lanes. Delays here from the 71 and 15 north at the 10. Left lane block with a crash backing up toward Life Night. I'm Rhonda Kramer, Talk Radio 790 KABC. Thank you, Rhonda. This is the 30-minute nonstop news blitz. Um, Les Moonves is accused now of forcing uh, another actress to perform oral sex on him during a meeting he had. The mm. actress is Bobby Phillips. She was in the movie Showgirls, oh and she claims Les Moonves forced her to perform oral sex on him during a 1995 meeting and then conspired with her then-manager to cover it all up. Oof. She claims she met him at his office at the Warner Brothers studio, and after walking her through several... They were interrupted by a phone call and that Moonves actually walked away to take the call. Mm. She said, I felt my blood rushing in my body. All I could think was that I wanted to use that baseball bat to knock his head off. Apparently he had a bat in his office. I don't understand why women don't do more of that. <laughs> Grab the bat. I know. I know. It's a terrifying situation, though. It's swinging. a really powerful guy. You're in his office. Yeah, You're, you know, I, know. I mean, it's not yeah, I get it. a, a, a natural that, reaction. The Clinton thing got me all worked up I'm again. I'm sure, yeah. Oh, my God. What happened to Paula Jones was very similar to that. Yeah. It's more of, again, Weinstein-esque behavior towards Paula Jones. I will just say is that. Very much. and uh, Or even Louis C.K.-esque behavior without mm-hmm. consent right. towards Paula Jones. Right. Uh, that seemed to be his move, Mr. Clinton. Uh, the 800-222-5222 is a phone number. We're going to have Assemblyman Jim Patterson in here in the second hour. We're also going to have Lisa Strowman in. Supreme Court has uh, ruled on social media and the First Amendment. She's going to talk to us about that, or they're going to rule on that. It's Lawrence Fine and Dr. Drew. It's Midday Live on Talk Radio 790 KBC. We're in the middle of the 30-minute nonstop news blitz. L.A. City Council unanimously voted to legalize street vending after a decade of debate on this subject. Uh, So now street vending is legal all over Los Angeles, but you still need to get a permit. And uh, Bob Blumenfeld, uh, the councilman there, said we need to make sure these permits don't cost so much that they're burdensome for the vendors. Now, is anyone worried about Uh, brick-and-mortar businesses in this scenario? I mean... Yeah, so brick, sure. So brick and mortar, you pay taxes, you pay rent, yep. you pay uh, employee uh, benefits. You pay city tax, you pay, pay city yeah. tax. And if you're a street vendor, you just pay for a license. So I would say Correct. the street vendors, I, I would abandon. I would abandon my store uh, abandon and everybody employees. can go out on the street yeah, and sell their wares. employees, abandon rent, and let's just go out on the street. Now, I'm hoping that they have like zones for this. Are they going to zone for it? Well, I'm hoping they everywhere? only let out a few permits. I hope they have a limit on how many permits they're handing out. I doubt that. But I mean, if it, if they're making it legal everywhere, why mm. would you even bother getting a permit? You're not going to get arrested. You're not right. going to get it taken away. Yeah, we'll find. It just seems like a broken system if yep. you're... 
Yep, I agree with you. I, I totally agree with you. I, I, I don't quite get why the unanimity of that. Maybe I'm missing something. I'm sympathetic. I don't I, understand why the L.A. City Council is so anti-business in the sense that they will do whatever they can to run companies out of the city. And anti-citizen. Because like, the movement of citizens around the city seems to be something that they will not tolerate. Yeah. <laughs> What's the matter with our town? Bobby Brown is suing over this Whitney Houston documentary because they used so much footage of him. He filed a complaint with the U.S. District Court in New York, um, as well as the estate of the couple's daughter, Bobby Christina. It claims the footage harmed Brown, his business, and Bobby Christina's estate. Showtime, the BBC, and Brown's lawyer have not commented on this. Have you seen this um, documentary? It is astonishing. What, what about? I, it's I, about Whitney Houston, and it's it, there's so much footage of her. From her childhood throughout, through her Bob, her marriage with Bobby, but what what the big takeaway is is she was just this you know source for these parasites. Her entire family was living off of her, mm. and so when your, your meal ticket is failing and having troubles and obviously addicted to drugs and going through pain, you are willing to look the other way and throw oh. her out there and perform oh, because geez. there's too much riding on it. I'm sorry you know, to hear that. Trying to get her help is I, not I, an option. I do know that I don't know if they report on this, but things got way worse than the public really knew. Oh, way worse. Yeah, way it, worse. It, the addiction was the, it was profound. Drug profound, addiction. and you would you'll see in this documentary Bobby Christina, her poor daughter, who right. was just right. completely neglected. Right, uh, because they were so wasted. They were completely and, gone. Uh, yeah, weird that she died of the same thing her mom did. Yeah, very weird. Uh, nearly half of young Americans think the U.S. is racist mm. and not the greatest country, according to a new survey. The Foundation for Liberty and American Greatness, which sponsored the survey, highlighted some key findings, including 46% of respondents do not agree that America is the greatest country in the world. Half believe the country is sexist and racist. And 47% say America's future should be driven by socialism Mm-mm. over capitalism. What percentage? 47%. What age group was uh, studied in this? Um, ge- the under 38 age group. So Generation Z as well as Millennials. Mm. Okay, you guys. I would love... Please study ki- your history. Oh, please please, please spend history. some time in another country. In go to South America, country, Central yeah. America. Please spend some time in a socialist country. Please. Go go see how people are living in Cuba. Go see to, how that worked out. Venezuela. Yeah. But, but they'll always point at Norway. <laughs> you know, it's like, yes, that's uh, 3 million people. That's, yeah, and it's a homogenous population. We are 350 million people. Uh, and your, your great wonder that is Sweden has got some problems already. So check it out. Check it out. Just do your, do your homework. So. Just like you, Wendy Williams is singing the same tune. She says for Christmas, all she wants is the potholes fixed. Oh, uh, yeah. Of course, she lives in New York, not in L.A., but I'm sure you two could team up and do we a bi-postal campaign. I, absolutely. But in New York, at least the, the campaign would be, hey, we have a reason for potholes here because ice and snow. L.A., <laughs> yeah. LA your reason right. is you, mm-hmm. your, your, your city neglects your streets. But I love how... And, her- and it hates its citizens in Los Angeles. Let's not forget that piece. I love uh, her. She says... Um, she wants New York City to clean up for the holidays, and she says, just fix the potholes. Clean up the con- clean up construction on the roads. Every time I go past construction sites, the guys are out there smoking cigarettes and eating lunch. It's time to get to work. She said that about them. And yeah. They have I, I disagree, breaks, right? but I, listen, I, I, on the other hand, because I come from this city, I walked down, uh, was I walked down Lexington, and there was 
construction on the streets and repairs. And, and Ninth Avenue. You see and, that nightmare with their building? But I was like, good on you guys. They're working their asses off. They're out there doing it. And I'm like, yeah, this is what we need in the town I come from. It'll never happen because they hate their citizens. That's right. They hate us. <laughs> it must be. It's the only explanation for what they're putting us through. A mom is battling her school board because she says yoga is against her family's religion. And she was furious when her eight-year-old daughter came home from school in tears after doing a wellness activity in her third grade class. She said, my daughter was very upset. She knew she did something she was not supposed to do. Uh-oh. Gina Clark says yoga. Um, she, well, she's Roman Catholic, right? So she says she does not do yoga because it's rooted in Hinduism. Now, whether or not Catholics should do yoga is debatable. Some believe the physical aspects, just as the poses, are acceptable, but spiritual elements like mantras and meditations are not. And some, like the Clarks, just avoid it altogether. So, let me let, if, if I understand the history of yoga correctly, and I've actually looked at this a little bit, most of what we think of as yoga is a United States phenomenon. It, it had roots somewhere in a couple of places in India, was not a big deal over there couple of sort of yogi types. There oh, was, that's where it came from. But it, what we think of as yoga is a U.S. thing, almost exclusively. I know, and but, so it's you know, not it, a, it, may, you know, it may have had some no, that's, root in that Hindu, is, but right, very limited. But, yeah, it's been completely Americanized. However, you, you still go to classes and sing mantras and, and right, kind of, you know, yeah. all of the pose names come from Hindu language. And, I suppose that's true. Um, but, but my opinion on this is that the benefits outweigh whatever uncomfortability i mean i i can't imagine a third grade class is going to have to learn about hinduism to do some yoga it just it's so good all these studies are so good for these kids you know to to teach them how to meditate yep, and i agree and, i think to withhold it is a mistake but yeah anyway, all right we'll talk about that and more on the upcoming conversations we're going to have with amongst other jim roop talking to us about california court reversing ruling against assisted suicide it's Midday Live with Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew, on Talk Radio 790 KBC. That concludes the 30-minute nonstop news blitz. Now it's time for a little news with Liz Warner. The next 30-minute non-stop news blitz is at 4 with Jillian Barbary and John Phillips on 790 KABC, where the news watch never stops. KABC News Live.